You are listening to Myth Behaving, a podcast with a little bit of attitude on the literary world. Won't you come Myth Behave with us? Hello and welcome to Myth Behaving. This is episode 25 of the Myth Behaving podcast and we're recording on January 26th. I'm Mira Wilson and I'm joined today by my co-host and partner in crime, Carla Clifton. Hey, hey, Carla, how are you today? I tell you what, I'm doing pretty doggone good. Hello, listeners. Each myth-behaving show features a special guest from the literary world. It could be a writer, publisher, agent, editor, or anyone else connected with the world of publishing. Plus, we have several special segments related to reading or writing. in the library of a myth behavior. And that means it's time for something from the library of a myth behavior. Today I'm recommending The Grave Winner, a paranormal young adult novel by Lindsay R. Laux. This novel has a lot of different things in it that you don't usually see in, in young adult or even in paranormal novels. So it's it's a little bit it's it's got some twists that are very different. And one of the other things I really like about this is it is beautifully written the characters they pull you in immediately they resonate with you you you've got almost immediate empathy with them uh trying to figure out what was going on just kept me turning page after page after page it's an intriguing premise uh there's loads of interesting characters and there are enough plot twists to keep you guessing right up until the very end well, and that must mean our special guest today is Lindsay R. Laux. Welcome to the show, Lindsay, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. We're thrilled to have you chat with us today. Uh, uh, Lindsay is another friend of mine. I've known her for over a year now, and it's always such a blast to have friends on the show. So, Lindsay, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. It really is an honor. Of truth and mythery. Of truth and mythery is a segment where we take a commonly held publishing or writing belief and examine whether it's true or just another myth. Lindsay, please feel free to answer this for us. Young adult novels teach valuable lessons. Good question. Um, I think as long as the lesson is buried underneath a whole bunch of other really cool stuff, um, then that would be okay. But young adults don't like to be preached to, and they're far from stupid, and they can smell it pretty much if you're trying to preach to them or give them a lesson about something. So what I generally try to do in my novels is just, teach the lesson, be true to yourself, which hopefully they already know. Good answer. Lindsay, one of the things I really liked about your book was that your characters were so intriguing and so different. Were any of them based on real people? And where exactly did the ideas for for them come from? Uh, luckily, none of them are based on real people. Um one day, the title just leaped into my head, The Grave Winner, and I wondered why anyone 
would win a grave or why anyone would want to win a grave. And then Uli, my main character, started whispering into my ear all the answers. And so she basically told me her story. I love when characters do that. Except for when they get too loud and don't let, don't let you sleep or get anything that's, else done. That's true. And Lee was kind of like that. She would not shut up. <laughs> I can completely sympathize with that. <laughs> it's time for MythPrint. Tips and tricks of the industry. Well, it's time for another one of our special segments. MythPrint includes a basic tip concerning writing, marketing, or anything else to do with the industry. Lindsay, do you have any tips about writing young adult that you can share with our listeners? Um, basically, keep writing and read everything in sight, whether it's in your genre or not. And then study, learn, write and repeat. Good advice. You know, writing is such a process of so many things. What do you love most about what you do? Um, I love being so immersed in the world that I create that I completely forget about real life. Um, The story becomes so real to me because I have to see what happens next. And then it's usually my cat or my boyfriend who pulls me out of my make-believe land into the real world, which is actually a good thing because otherwise I would just forget about them, which is horrible to say, but it's the truth. <laughs> no, no, that's not horrible to say at all. I can, I can totally empathize with that. <laughs> well, not only that, I think you kind of fall into... Uh, diving into your, your the world that you're creating, and I can see where that would become very vivid, especially to someone creative that is, you know, listening to all these voices and listening to where the, the story needs to go. I can see where that would happen very easily. Trust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, Lindsay, is there anything about the writing process that you don't like? Uh, I don't like the lack of time. 24 hours in one day is just not enough. But if I could, if there were more, I could just plug myself into my caffeine IV and write forever and read more books and then also go to my day job and do everything. But unfortunately, I can't. Yeah, those day jobs tend to get in the way, don't they? <laughs> they do. <laughs> Well, authors work in so many different ways. Are you a planner, outlining everything and making extensive notes? Or are you a pantser, flying by the seat of your pants and just letting your book go wherever it will? Well, I usually have some idea of where the story is going. But like with The Grave Winner, I write down a few notes about what would happen next in the chapters. And then actually sit down and write those chapters And then I would think about, okay, what's going to happen next? So I guess that kind of makes me a little bit of both. Both a dancer and a planner. Yeah, it does sound like that. Yeah. (laughs) Lindsay, do you mind sharing a little bit about your next project with us? What's following up with the Grave Winner? 
Well, the sequel is completed. It's now with my editor, and hopefully it will be out around um, late spring, early summer. And I'm also writing a new adult ghost story that takes place in space. And I'm absolutely in love with this story because it's so kind of bizarre and twisted. <laughs> and it's sexier than anything I've ever written. So I'm excited. That does sound fun. That uh, Ghosts in space. Well, you know me with the ghosts So yes. and uh, my sci-fi thing. So the the idea of ghosts in space is really intriguing. So I'll be, I'll be looking out for that one. Oh, good. Well, we've seen a lot of changes in the publishing industry in just the last couple of years. Do you feel the changes have impacted your own work? And if so, in what ways and how do you feel about those changes? Well, my my cover for The Grave Winner is gorgeous. And I think there's a great story within that cover. But even with all of that, it's still hard to get noticed. Um especially with all the changes in publishing recently. But that's actually a good thing because that makes me work that much harder and write the very best story that I can with this next project. So it really is an exciting time to be a writer. Yeah, that, that, the, those are good points. It is. there, And there is so much going on. It's like it ch- things just change overnight sometimes, it feels like. They do. And I heard something, what was it the other day? I heard something about a thousand books a day released. So yeah, it is hard to get noticed. I, I, I sympathize on that count too. Yeah. The myth number is. And now it's time for myth number, our word for the day. And today's word is zombie. Lindsay, you gave us such a unique take on what are essentially zombies. There are zombies in the book. Do you know where that idea came from? Was that was that from your lead character too? Um, yes, it was. In my head as I was writing the story, I kept seeing two dead people with matching red hair and glowing blue eyes, but they weren't twins. So I, I asked Lee why they looked alike, and then she said that they were dead sorceresses, sorceresses or sorceressi, as she likes to call them. And so that was kind of my original take on zombies. Yeah, I like that. And and the prom queen, too, because she's just, she's really a fun character. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I forgot about her. She She's got some... Some mental issues, I think, with coming back from the dead, which were, that, that was kind of fun to play with. Yeah, well, she was, she wasn't, she wasn't ex- at all was what I was expecting, you know. Right. I, she was, she was just very different from, from, you know, you, you see the word prom queen, you think, aha, I, I know where this is going, and you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it did not go where I thought it was going at all, which is great. I, I love to be surprised. Well, Lindsay, if you could have a dinner party with any seven people, living, dead, or fictional, who would you include? I love this question. Um, 
Probably Franklin D. Roosevelt, J.K. Rowling, Stephen King, that's three, uh, Jackie Robinson, Hannibal Lecter, uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts from The Princess Bride, and number seven would be Dave Grohl from the rock band The Foo Fighters. Wow. <laughs> what a great list. Yeah. Are you sure, though, that if you have Hannibal Lecter there, you won't end up becoming dinner? <laughs> well, there are no guarantees. But <laughs> Not, with <him. laughs> Not with the Dread Pirate Roberts there, I beg to differ. <laughs> that is just awesome. <laughs> I think that would be a great dinner party. <laughs> it would be a great dinner party. <laughs> I want to come. Okay, I want to be a fly. On, I want to be a fly on the wall for that one. <laughs> Lindsay, what question do you never get asked in interviews that you wish someone would ask you, and what would you answer? Um, the question would be, "What do fish think about?" And I have the answer. The answer is, they think about blowing bubbles. And that's it. <laughs> wow. Do you have an aquarium? Well, I used to, but I, I have a goldfish just in a single bowl. And it's constantly blowing bubbles. That's all it does. And then it eats the bubbles. That's funny. Oh, I had a, I had a beta who used to blow bubbles, but, but a male beta. But that's what they do when they're nesting. That's their their signal to tell you that they they're oh, ready really? for you to bring them a girlfriend. <laughs> oh my goodness, I had no idea. <laughs> but I don't know about goldfish. This is with yeah. betas. Okay. So yeah, I had a beta. He would he lasted for about three or four years. Oh wow, good. Well, everyone has their own personal myths. Things a lot of people think about us that may or may not be true their own personal myth behaviors. What myth behavior do people believe about you that is absolutely not true? Uh, I think when people see me, like at work, for example, they might think that I'm in a bad mood, um, but I'm actually probably in a really good mood. I'm just really deep in thought, and sometimes my face just doesn't portray that. It's just looks like I'm in a bad mood. I can imagine that if you're deep in thought, you're probably still writing part of your book or yeah. advancing your characters in your mind, you yeah. know. <laughs> so I can see that. I can certainly see that. <laughs> Lindsay, what myth behavior do people believe about you that really is true, though? Um, well, probably that I'm hungry. <laughs> Because I always am. That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and and you're right. I don't think anybody would know that. No. <laughs> so, well, Lindsay, oh, my gosh. It's already the end of our show. Thank you so much for being our guest. We appreciate all the information you shared with us. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. We we also appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. I, I think you've given us a, a fascinating look at what you do. And I'm really looking forward to the sequel. 
to the grave winner. And I want to read this, this ghost space story too. That sounds absolutely fascinating. Oh, thank you. Well, remember everyone, you can go to mythbehaving.com for more information about Lindsay Laux and links to her books. You can also read her bio and find links to her social media. Don't forget that you can download this episode right on iTunes or listen to it on the mythbehaving.com website. And don't forget to please take a moment to leave us a positive feedback on iTunes. That's how we move up that iTunes ladder. Thank you. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes, too. Well, thanks for tuning in to Myth Behaving. We'll see you again next time. Until then, I'm Carla. And I'm Mare, and we are Myth Behaving, where reality meets fantasy. See you soon.